Welcome to the 8020 Project, a podcast series sponsored by Elevate Health of Pierce County, Washington, and One Pierce Community Resiliency Fund, the investment arm of Elevate Health. This episode of the 8020 Project features host Robert Marshall Wells, Director of Communications for Elevate Health. Today's conversation focuses on the issue of affordable housing in the Tacoma Pierce County area. Robert's guest is the Chief Philanthropy Officer for Tacoma Pierce County Habitat for Humanity, Sharana Kildun. Now, here's our host, Robert Marshall Wells. Hello, I'm Robert Marshall Wells, host for this episode of the 8020 Project and Elevate Health Podcast. Our guest today is Sharana Kildund, Chief Philanthropy Officer for Tacoma Pierce County Habitat for Humanity. This podcast series is called the 8020 Project because 20% of a person's health is about medicine and going to the doctor, while the other 80% is dependent on external determinants. Housing, of course, is a primary social determinant of health. Sharana has been kind enough to visit with us today to discuss the issue of affordable housing in the South Sound region. Welcome and thanks so much for coming. Thank you so much for having me. All right. So as a way of getting started, please tell us a little bit about your background. How did a nice girl like you get into the affordable housing business? (laughs) (laughs) That's a good question. Um, So I grew up here in Tacoma, Pierce County. Um, Not born, but raised here. And um, after I graduated college, I had the pleasure of working at the Greater Tacoma Community Foundation for about 14 years. And through that, was able to really get an understanding and background about many of the nonprofits that work here in Pierce County to help serve our local residents. And through that time there, um, especially as I was the director of community programs and initiatives, kept getting pulled into the housing conversation um, and what can philanthropy do for housing. So sat on an oversight group of funders for a while, did some work around the unaccompanied youth and young adult network uh, before we had any services that were specific for unaccompanied youth and young adults. And then the opportunity came to me, uh, uh, Maureen Fife over at the Tacoma Pierce County Habitat for Humanity had an open position and um, in affordable home ownership. And it was at the time where I said, I think I need to step into this more aggressively and really lean into housing because I see it as such a need in our community. So um, joined the team at Habitat in 2019, and And it's been an amazing four years through a pandemic and all of that. Um, And we've done some pretty interesting things to serve Pierce County. Fantastic. Well, I look forward to talking more about that. But uh, Let's uh, start more or less at the beginning. For those who might be unfamiliar with Habitat for Humanity, could you give us a little bit of the backstory? You know, just give us the 50,000-foot view, the who, what, when, where, how it started and so forth. Absolutely. So Habitat for Humanity has a really rich history, and um, I think most people have maybe heard the brand before Yes. in everyone's households. So it was founded in America's Georgia um, in the 1970s on a farm, actually, with Mm -hmm. the idea of participatory housing, um, where individuals seeking housing that were modest income um, could partner um, to build their own home and step into home ownership, really with that idea of the American dream. Mm -hmm. And at the Koinonia Farm, really, it was focused 
at first in um, serving the black community, recognizing there were limited opportunities then and still today for individuals in the, the black community to step into home ownership. Mm-hmm. And so it was founded in the 70s and the founder, Millard Fullard, wrote a book and it was across the nation and many churches uh, caught fire and um, multiple affiliates around the world were then created. Habitat Locally in Pierce County was formed in 1985 with a small group of individuals. Um, Actually, a lot of members from the University Place Presbyterian Church came Hmm. together and founded the local Habitat. And uh, it was was all volunteer run for many years. And then I think they hired their first executive director in 99. And then Maureen Fife, our current CEO, came in in about 2005. Mm -hmm. So she's been there for many years. Okay, Mm -hmm. great. So why was and and still is, why is Pierce County um, in need of such assistance? Why is Habitat necessary here? Well, like many communities across the country, um, historical discrimination and redlining had taken place for many, many years and generations. And we're still recovering from that. And um, right now I was looking at some statistics the county had done, and we're about 20,000 affordable units behind in just the 50 to 80 percent area median income, which is the population we serve. And that's not even counting our homeless population and extreme low rentals. And so with the lack of supply that we have in our community, um, that we haven't invested in housing and the infrastructure for housing at the rate that it's necessary, that we're just playing catch up Mm -hmm. today. Um, And so, yeah, so we, we serve households between 50 and 80% area median income. So at the max, that's modest income families. So a family of four is making mm, no more than $82,000 a year. So it's a working class family. Um, And many of our families are actually single parents that come through our door. So it's a mom with her three kids that has a good salary working at a hospital or at a banking institution or as a paraeducator in our school districts. These are our current local residents um, who are, you know, trying to get a leg up and have that American dream of stepping into home ownership. Right. What has happened to um, cause the um, market to be in such so out of whack? Can you give us some sense as to it's a big question? But it's a really big question and a little bit daunting, I have to say. <laughs> some days it's a little bit daunting. Um, there are many different reasons. I think the lack of supply is a big key driver that increased the costs and increased the competition. Right. Um, so I, I I saw a statistic recently that shared that our housing stock um, is about f- needs to increase by forty six percent to keep pace with our Whoa. population growth in twenty forty four. Whoa, that's a really big daunting thing. By half. Yeah. <laughs> um. So with the lack of supply and um. With wages in Pierce County staying stagnant and our neighbors from the north um, looking and seeking for homeownership opportunities that are more affordable, it just makes it harder to buy on the open market. So then what happens is those local residents, this is a new term that we learned, we've known about it, but this term I just learned recently, Mm. and I want to share it with everyone, is um, those that could 
typically or traditionally buy in the open market are not able to be competitive anymore. Mm. So what's happening is they are then going for the affordable rentals that are out there mm. and down renting. So they may be able to afford mm. a little bit more actually, right. but because there's not housing stock available for them, they're down renting, which if you look at the continuum, continues to push people further and further down the entire housing continuum. Right. And so... Um, and then also the, you know, if you think about wealth generation and a lot of people that are able to get into first time home ownership have a significant down payment that they're able to offer. Right. And a lot of that is coming from generational wealth. So a family member is lending um, first time home buyers that down payment assistance or other things. And there's a lot of residents in our community that don't have that option. Yeah. Home ownership has not been possible for their family. And so they need to seek down payment assistance. And there's down payment assistance out there through the city and the county and banking institutions. However, to be competitive on the market, sometimes if you have down payment assistance, you're not as quick in the right. bidding process on the open market or you won't be taken you know, in the multiple offers that are coming through the table. And so they're outbid. So there's a lot of contributing factors to this and it's multifaceted. And so Tacoma Pierce County Habitat for Humanity is actually one of the only places where modest income families can step into home ownership because we take the, com I mean, there's still an application process mm -hmm. to get into our pipeline, but once you're in your pipeline and we're working with our housing counselors to be credit ready, we typically have down payment assistance through our local jurisdictions. The county and the city, both Lakewood and Tacoma, are fabulous partners. Um, and so we're able to get people into that. What's that process like, generally speaking? If, if I were to apply or if I were, fell into the category that you just described, what would the process be like? Yeah, it's pretty... So I also want to say I think that there's a stigma sometimes with Habitat only serves poor people. Mm. And so I want to break that stigma and say, no, we're working class families. Right. Um, and so to uh, participate in the process is first you go to a homeownership orientation, um, learn about the program. We have income qualifications like I talked about, no right. more than 80 percent of the area median income. So for a family of four, that's about eighty one thousand dollars or lower. Um, credit score of about 620 at the minimum. And we, and you, and so there's three criteria, willingness to partner with Habitat. So that's through sweat equity, working with our housing counselors in education, coaching, credit building, um, need. So what is the current, um, housing need for our clients that come through the door? And most people in our community are cost burden right mm, now, which means right. they're paying more than 30% of their income on housing. Um, and then the ability to pay. So having a, a, a stable income within the parameters I've shared about the 82,000 a year or whatever. Right, less. right, right. The sweat equity piece. Talk yeah. to us about that. That's, that's interesting. How does that work? So the uniqueness of Habitat is we believe about partnership and when... Um, and when people are also giving of their time as well as their resources, it makes for a richer um, partnership opportunity. Right. And so with our partner families, we do ask them to join us in at least 200 hours of sweat equity wow. of building their home and the home of their neighbors, participating in housing counseling, um, maybe volunteering in one of our retail stores. Um, there's lots of opportunities to volunteer with Habitat. Um, and it's a great way... Um, 
many of our homeowners who've gone through the process of sweat equity, you don't have to have any skills to come onto our construction site. I don't have any skills on the construction site, <laughs> but we make it so easy for people to come in and learn a little bit about how to do painting, how to do caulking, how to build a fence. What does it look like for a roof? And so it's also an empowerment piece where mm. a lot of our homeowners say, I never knew I could build a fence before and look at wow. me. I dug this hole and now I know how to build a fence or fix it if it ever gets, you know, damaged. Yeah. So that's fantastic. So you've given us a, a, a sense of what the uh, profile is of the, the typical, I guess, person mm-hmm. is um, in terms of length of time. How long are they in this process and how long does it take? Yeah. So going through the homeownership program for new construction is not for the faint of heart because of um, it takes about a year typically mm-hmm. to go through the process of putting in your hours and building up your credit. I think a lot of people come in and, you know, we all maybe start off when we're young and not recognize how important it is the to pay your bills right. on time. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not as important to pay it off. I mean, it is too, but your credit score is based off on And people don't understand this. Your credit score is based off of how consistent you're able to pay your make your payment. It doesn't matter if you spent you pay down credit and then you pay it all off. That doesn't impact your score. But if you make a consistent payment, that does. So we help people work on rebuilding their credit because I think when you step into that, you don't have that training from Mm -hmm. your family members. It can it can be tough. Yeah, yeah. Um, and talk to us about the projects, if you will, that, that Habitat works on. Is, yeah. it all, is it entirely new construction? So right now it is entirely new construction. So, um, but I have a, we have a big opportunity that I'll talk, that oh, I'll talk about as well. Okay. So we are currently building an eight townhome development that we call Madison Meadow in South Tacoma, just a block away from the Star Center. Mm. Um, it's a beautiful townhome. It's three bedrooms, two bathroom, one car garage. Um, and we just are going to sell our first house on that block this month. So it's very exciting. Um, we own a parcel right behind that. So we'll be building an additional 19 units in that neighborhood. We also, um, have a property in Gig Harbor. We call Cannerwood. It's not in the neighborhood of Cannerwood, but Mm -hmm. it's on Cannerwood road. Um, it's a three home development that we'll be breaking ground on this summer, And then we'll be also breaking ground on a 12-home development in the Lakewood Tillicum community um, that we call American Lake Townhomes. Mm. And some of those units actually will have a little bit of a view of American Lake. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's really close to the lake. That's fantastic. How do you go about uh, citing um, uh, possible parcels for development? How does that process work? A lot of different ways, but we are always seeking land opportunities. Mm. So anybody who is has a parcel of land or wants to talk about a donation philanthropic gift, please contact us. Um, but it comes through a lot of different ways. Sometimes we work with our local jurisdictions on surplus property. Um, we have donors that come to us and donate parcels of land or talk about discounted sales on land to support affordable housing. Right now, we're considering about seven different opportunities that people have presented to us, which is amazing. Um, but they come in a lot of different ways. That's, that's great. Yeah. yeah. Is it difficult? Um, you talked about the pressure coming from our friends up north who are moving down here and seeing properties that are much less expensive than they are in King County. Um, does that drive the cost up here in Pierce County? I mean, what are the, the practical effects? 
Well, um, in affordable housing, not on real estate, I think some of the economists could probably speak to that a little mm-hmm. bit better yeah. than I can. Um, and I also don't think it's just our neighbors of the north. I think there's also other investors that have been coming yeah. into the community. Um and with the interest rate rates raising, things mm. have slowed down a little bit mm. is what our real estate friends have shared with us. Okay. But they're not going away. I mean, it's still a pretty active and hot market. Yeah. I mean, what is was it two years ago? Spanaway was the hottest housing market in the nation. Spanaway, Spanaway Washington. Washington. <laughs> yes. Because you that? could still buy a house for about three hundred thousand dollars. Wow. Now it's like four fifty. The average Cost to buy a house in Tacoma, Pierce County is, I think, $505,000. In King County, I think it's seven fifty to eight hundred, maybe even higher. So, um, and our homeowners, they can really only afford a mortgage of about one hundred and eighty to 200000 So the subsidy that Habitat is able to offer to get people into first-time homeownership is pretty significant. We'll be back with more in just a moment. The 8020 Project is a new podcast series produced by Elevate Health of Pierce County, Washington. Elevate's mission is to build and drive community coalitions that result in better and equitable health care for all in Washington State and beyond. For more information, visit elevatehealth.org. So what does the typical, the average, you know, young couple that is trying to you know, build a life and a family and, you know, get their little piece of the American dream, what what happens to them? There's a lot of rental for a yeah. longer time than I think most of us would want to do. Right. And um, then there's limited opportunities like Habitat and other homeownership entity organizations. But again, you're competing with some of the other cash offers or higher incomes um, for the open market. So it becomes really challenging. And the cost to build has increased big time, um, really significantly with uh, labor shortages and supply chain issues. And just the cost to build has just been has just increased. Right. And so what Habitat's done is we've transitioned our sales structure model to be like that of a community land trust. So Habitat retains the rights of the land and we sell the home, just the house to the home buyer. Hmm. which means that we're selling the house for what a family can afford and retaining the rights to the land, the land. so that if and when that family decides to sell, yes. they're agreeing to sell it to another income-qualified buyer at a resale formula that's pre-agreed. So right now, that's 1.5% of their sale price. So our Madison Meadow houses... Um, or cost us about 350 to build. Mm. And we're going to sell those units for about $250,000. So the homeowner is able to bring about 200. And then with our jurisdiction partners, there's about $50,000 in down payment assistance. Um, but like I said, the average median house sale price is about five, Five oh five on the market right now. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so then in ten years, when the homeowner, if they decide to ten, decide to sell in ten or twenty, they could be walking away with about seventy thousand dollars in year ten and two hundred thousand dollars in year twenty. Um, but if they didn't have an opportunity to step into homeownership here, that money is just going in to the rent, and you're not retaining any right. of that. Right. 
does the owner have equity at the end of the 10 years, the 20 years, the 30 years that they may live there? I mean, do, will yeah. they end up owning the home? But they'll own the home, but not the land on which it sits. Is yep. that correct? They own the home, and it's inheritable on a 99-year ground lease. And so, um, yeah, they will get back, like I said, what they put into their mortgage. I see. Whatever the the balances of that, right. plus a one and a half percent share um, appreciation rate. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. So there is wealth generation and equity right. in the houses, but it's limited um, to ensure that these houses stay permanently affordable for our community. So it's a pay it forward. Mo- mm. It's a pay it forward model. So not only and it, from an investment standpoint. Um, giving a donation today to build a habitat home is serving today's family and future generations. There will always be home ownership opportunities for people to step in. So the downside, if someone is looking at this, they might say, well, it, I won't realize the um, the equity or the profit that I would in a traditional setting. However, they're getting a home. That they wouldn't have otherwise gotten. Perhaps. And in 10 years, you walk away with $70,000. That's a great down payment assistance to go to the open market. Right. So it can also be a stepping stone it's a way in. into future wealth generation opportunities as well. And, I mean, a lot of our homeowners come to us because of the peace of mind. Our mortgages are priced at no, they're paying more, no more than 30% of their income on their mortgage, taxes, and insurance. That's the ceiling. That's no the more ceiling. than 30. That's yeah, it. 30%. And so that means that for a lot of our homeowners, they're paying a monthly mortgage of about thirteen to fourteen hundred dollars a month. If you try to get an apartment here in Tacoma Pierce County recently for a three-bedroom townhome, you're talking about twenty-two hundred a month. So there's cost savings on a monthly basis in terms of what your monthly mortgage is, plus the peace of mind right. that if you're the owner of that house decides to sell, you're not going to be displaced. Right. Or if they want to remodel it and upcharge it, mm. you're not going to be displaced. Mm-hmm. If you want to repaint that wall a blue or a red, you can do that without asking permission. Right. It's your home. You can get an animal if you want to and not mm-hmm. have to ask for permission. Right. There's just so much peace of mind that our families have. Right. So how does Habitat um, make the home so affordable? Um, you know, how do you build in a way that makes makes them more affordable than on the open market? Yeah. So um, our funding structure is really diverse. So we lean on our jurisdiction partners at the county, the cities, the state, for investment for both infrastructure support as well as down payment assistance for our buyers. And that is mm-hmm. critical support to make this affordable. We also have a robust and amazing community of philanthropic investors who believe in Habitat's mission. And so a lot of this is through both philanthropy and giving of donations, through events or individual giving, through plan giving, estate giving. There's so many people who believe in the mission of Habitat and want to make a difference in affordable housing. And so I'm so thankful for our local community. Um, the mortgages that our homeowners bring to the table also help um, build houses and, and make us a sustainable organization. And then from the construction side of it, we have thousands of volunteers that come out to our construction site that help build our houses, about 1,600 a year. Wow. Less during the pandemic, but yeah. we're kind of back to where we were pre-pandemic times in terms of people getting on the, out on the construction site. 
So uh, who or what are some of the organizations with which Habitat partners? You mentioned a couple of them. You mentioned the county, and but uh, who else and to what end? Yeah, and so um, the state of Washington recently put out a disparity report that, that articulated what we know. Um, is that uh, BIPOC community members have a lower uh, home ownership rate than the than white counterparts, and specifically in the black community. And the most staggering statistic I saw in there said that the the black homeownership rate in Washington State today is less than it was in the 1960s when discriminatory practices were legal. So we've actually lost ground significantly. So Habitat is partnering with Tacoma Urban League. We have a housing counselor that is starting actually next week, um, embedded at the at the Urban League's office two days a week. We're going to their homeownership classes. We're doing outreach specifically in the black community. Um, and so they are a critical partner. Um, we also um, partner with many of the um, housing coalitions, like the Tacoma Pierce County Housing um Consortium mm-hmm. um, uh, from an advocacy standpoint, uh, both the city, county, and state level. How are we talking about um, increasing funding opportunities uh, for affordable housing continuum and especially for affordable home ownership because it has not been invested at the same levels as others. And we don't have the same opportunities for government funding at the home ownership level that other housing providers do. And we don't want to detract from their resources because they need them, but we need to find additional ways to invest invest in homeownership because that's part of this continuum as right, well. Right. So what are some of the things that are happening about which you are most excited? So we have an opportunity um, to purchase 80 single family homes that are scattered throughout Pierce County Whoa. and transition them into affordable homeownership. Wow. This is a big, daring, audacious goal that our wow. board is working on. We're going to the state of Washington right now asking for a really big carve out to help pay for some of this, doing a feasibility study, but it's about a $42 million project, which is the biggest campaign Habitat has ever done. Wow. But if we can get 80 new homes in our pipeline in the next four years, that that's a third of what Habitat has ever built in Pierce County. Well, that would be fantastic. Are these homes located in the same general area, or are they spread across the region? The majority of them are located in Parkland and Spanaway, okay. which is really exciting because there's the blue zone yes. work that's happening right. in um, Parkland and Spanaway that we want to participate in from the affordable housing conversation and wow. perspective. Wow. So um, what does the forecast look like? Is this a done deal? or is It's it... in process. If funding stacks up, we'll know in April if mm. the state money is coming through and what our giving potential is for our philanthropic donors. Um, but we're very we'll – ha- we'll purchase some of them, but I don't know. Funding permitted, we'll get to right. the 80. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. These would be existing homes and they would be major remodels, teardowns, or some variation of all of those. We will be rehabbing them. Uh So they all need new garage doors and paint and carpet and appliances and all that kind of stuff. And then until we get in there, we won't know if there's other more significant work that needs to be done. Right, right. That's exciting. What concerns you? What keeps you awake at night? You know, I think we also struggle. um, There's a... It's hard to find construction talent 
habitat. Mm. We've, um, I think everybody is sort of from a, um, from a worker's perspective, um, it's just fine to have, it's hard to find good contractors that we can work with for our smaller projects than the bigger projects. Um, we finally are fully staffed in our construction department, but it's been about two years to get to this place. Hmm. Um, finding the right talent that's both an expert in construction as well as working with groups of volunteers, so kind of like a camp counselor. Right. Um, and I think the industry across the board, you know, there's a there's a lack of housing supply right. in our community, and we don't necessarily have the workforce to support that. Yeah. So that makes me nervous a little bit, not just for Habitat, but for the broader community. Right. Um, and then just, and then that slows things down sure. in terms of construction. Like I said, we have all of these projects in place, but with staffing and then permitting and platting and approval processes and all the things that are outside of our control that right. can slow construction down, I, I want to be able to build faster right. and quality and get more people into homes. Um, but sometimes I feel like I'm beating my head against the, the wall. Like, how can we get this done? <laughs> well, you just have to take it one step at a time. It's not a problem that was produced overnight and you're not going to solve it overnight, exactly. but you got to just keep hacking at it, I guess. We're definitely doing all we can. Yes. All right. So, um, what have we not discussed that bears mentioning about the work that Habitat does or the state of affordable housing? or the lack thereof in the South Sound region? Yeah. Well, some of the good news is, is wash from the Washington State um, perspective, this is the year of housing. And there are so many policies and conversations that are happening right now at the state level that are really prioritizing housing. And people finally recognize that it's such a crisis that we're in. And so that's a good thing we're talking about mm -hmm. it. Right. The challenge is going to be then how do we implement those things to actually increase the production? Um, so I think that people listening to this podcast and interested in affordable housing, I think it's important to continue to talk to your elected officials about the importance of this, to do your research about who you're voting for and what policies are out there um, that can make significant both impact and could slow us down. So just being really thoughtful from a policy and advocacy standpoint about some of the decisions that are happening. I think the county and the city are doing are investing and they want to increase their investments in a local housing and like I said, they're really great partners, and we, we need to do more. Mm -hmm. We still need to do more. Right. There's some votes coming up that might allow us to have increased capacity and funding for um, affordable housing, but it's taxes, and that's a hard conversation that to have. That is a hard conversation to have. So increasing <clears throat> revenue and having right. those discussions need to happen. It, we need to have the dialogue. Yeah. Um, have any discussions happened in uh, Tacoma Pierce County about um, – Increased density and those kinds of things, mm -hmm. the kinds of things they're talking about in Seattle and elsewhere. Yeah. City of Tacoma's Home in Tacoma project is really focused on density. They made some really great policy plans to allow. Um, and actually that work helped informed our strategy from doing single family detached homes to now townhome developments. And we're considering to think about how can habitat increase density, too, because of some of the work that the city was doing. The county is doing amazing work with SHAPE, the South Sound Housing Affordability Partnership, with the, which is a collaboration of multiple jurisdictions coming together to create comprehensive plans. 
Actually, the county and the cities are in the process of updating their comprehensive plans with HUD right now, um, which is great news um, in terms of getting more flexibility in, mm-hmm. in funding requirements. Um, and and also, I think there was recent adjustments and changes in some, some of the more rural communities to increase density. And so I think that's what our – we have such a shortage of housing. We need to think creatively about what that right. looks like. And that does bring in a lot of community conversations and kind of not in my backyard discussions right. from a community mobilization standpoint. It's going to so, increase congestion. I'm going to yeah. be competing against neighbors to, for this, that, and the other, and nobody wants that. No. Everybody wants housing, and they want people to be off the streets. But we have to understand that to do that, it's going to be in every single neighborhood. So let's have conversations together to understand and get to, to break down those barriers right. so that we can really support our local community. Right. And make better decisions. Make better decisions. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, last question for you. What gives you hope? Our homeowners give me hope. I had a recent conversation with a single mom um, about how she's just really looking forward to having that peace of mind, that stability in her how. Um, of owning her own home, of having a place to go, of the sanctuary and peace and quiet that she can have. And I also have a lot of hope because there's so many people who care and want to do something about affordable housing in the entire spectrum um, from homelessness to home ownership. I think that now is the time that we can make a significant impact if we all work together. You mentioned uh, reaching out to local elected officials and so forth, but is there any other call to action you would like to issue to those who might be listening to this podcast? I think continuing to lean into your local affordable housing organization that you care about, Habitat or the other ones that are in our community, in volunteering and in donating and having conversations about how to be an advocate. Um, We're here to help and we want to support that. It's going to take all of us. And I really am excited about the work that Elevate Health is doing and the Tacoma Health Department and really seeing affordable housing as a part of the social determinants of health and that bigger picture. So um, get involved. Well, Sharana, thanks so much for being with us. We really appreciate it. For more information about Tacoma Pierce County Habitat for Humanity, please visit their website at tpc-habitat.org. If you've enjoyed this episode, please support the work of Elevate Health by sharing this podcast with your friends and colleagues and by leaving a rating and review. Please also like, subscribe, or follow Elevate Health Podcasts wherever you are listening so that you will never miss an episode. Sharana Kildun, thanks so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me. This episode of Elevate Health Podcast was produced by Robert Marshall Wells, Joshua Wiersma, and Kelsey Horn. Original music was composed by Riley Eggie, and the episode was engineered and edited by Joshua Wiersma. Please like, subscribe, or follow Elevate Health Podcasts wherever you are listening so that you will never miss an episode.